Hey, peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the entree musician, and so are you. And so is this captivating young songwriter we're going to present in today's episode. I got to tell you, you are going to absolutely love this episode. You're going to play it over and over again. As you know, I am intrigued by those entree musicians who not only have achieved status and success, but those who are just starting out in their career and they are getting their music out there by any means necessary. And this young lady from Ontario, Canada has stolen my musical heart because she is a songwriter. And she doesn't play any instruments at all, but she has found a way to connect with her music, to collaborate with others, to build a wonderful website, and to get her music to the people. And, you know, my, my soul is just so happy. This is Anna Nicholson from Ontario. How are you, dear heart? I am awesome. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for taking the time out to join us. I mean, ever since I've checked you out online and I've gone through your website and I've watched your videos and I've seen your heart and soul, you know, I really, I fell in love and musical love for sure. Congratulations to all that you have done and what you are building. Thank you so much. That's very kind. Um, it's exciting and it's scary. I'm I'm kind of entering off into a world that uh, not many are are doing. So um, writing songs without music is is a peculiar label, and it's um, not understood by many. Most people expect to hear songs with music, and when they don't, they don't know what to do with that and complement that with the fact that, you know, I sing, but I don't have, you know, the typical voice of, uh, of many of the singers out there. So it's, um, it's an interesting way for me to present my material. And, and um, sometimes I feel like I'm not even worthy of the name musician because there is no music to be heard. And yet, and yet everything I do has a melody and lyric. And it's, it's just an unusual way of approaching it. Absolutely. I was going to say, on the contrary, I hear music when I watch your videos and I hear the lyric and the melody and the way that it's presented. And uh, that's absolute raw, honest, organic music for sure. Tell me, where do you find your fire? I mean, when you when you said, well, look, I can't play anything, but I have these songs being downloaded into my spirit. What gave you the tenacity to just get out there anyway? Well, you know, it's uh, everything's a bit of a journey and a process, and sometimes we don't realize what's happening until until it's happened. And what I mean by that is, I was going through a very very hard time, you know, in life, as most people do it on at some point, and uh, and I needed an outlet. And um, I used to write songs in my teens, and I went back to that because it's it's quick and easy for me, um, as compared to say painting which I love to do as well and that's a great creative outlet when when I need you know that kind of headspace um, but songwriting is a lot easier so I started to do that and um, and songs just started pouring out of me I guess you know after so many years of built up emotion built up thought built up experience different things that you go through I had a lot of stuff to write about as it turns out and um, and I just started going with it 
um, I captured a melody, I put some lyrics to it, put, put a sound to it, put a vibe to it. And, um, and I did that a few times and all of a sudden I had three songs that I kind of put away in my drawer and, and didn't think about them anymore. But they kept coming and they would wake me up in the middle of the night. They demanded my attention. And so I started to, you know, capture them and work them through and massage them and build them. And all of a sudden I had 10 and then all of a sudden I had 20. And when I got to that point, I started to realize, well, it's no longer just an outlet. Um, what am I going to do with it? Because now, now I have I have a body of work. It's an actual body of work, and um, it just caught up to me. It wasn't anything that I I set out to do. It just kind of happened, and I I'm letting it direct me. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that 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 makes a ton of sense. The interesting thing, though, is again with the with respect to your tenacity of reaching out to collaborators. And uh, saying, well, you know, I mean, because you you have a spectrum of various songs on your website and we're going to, uh, well, we have it up on the screen. We're going to make sure that people have links and access to you with regard to that. But, I mean, the, the acapella stuff you have, which is beautiful work, you cross all kinds of genres, but then you also have these songs, which are demos and songs that are finished. What is your procedure, if you would share it with us, in how you reach out to others to collaborate with them? Do, do you allow them just to hear your lyrics and say, hey, I have a song for that? Or do they have a piece of music and you guys kind of come together? What is that process? Yeah, so it happens a bunch of ways. Um, so I have taken a song, for example, and I've I've shopped it around. There there was one song I had that I didn't know what the music could be. I had the melody, but I, but you know when you all you have are are the words and uh, the tune. Um, how how you package it, you know, um, the final product could be very different depending on who you work with. So I shopped that song around to three people. I had a rock version of it. I had a country version of it and I had a pop version of it. And, and these, these guys were, you know, not well-known um, multi-instrumentalist producers, which is usually what I look for because it's easier to work with one person that could do a lot. We get, we get done much more faster when they have the ability and the skills to to you know do all kinds of things um so and from the three versions that i had i was then able to pick the one that i i thought the song was was aligned to the most and i went with that um but in all cases i didn't i didn't i couldn't have imagined what they would have given me and um and it's always it's always uh there's an element of surprise and um and aha moments and and sometimes you think no that's not it at all that's not the direction i have for this and i and it's not my style but but you just pick the people and it's not easy and some people uh don't they can't hear what i'm giving them either um i find that most musicians that are uh self-taught musicians that are incredibly creative they have a very creative mind a, a high creative iq um they they can grasp it but if but a lot of others don't so it's very tricky finding the right person but um but i basically get out there and and i fish 
you know, here's what I do. Can you hear anything? If you hear anything, does it inspire you is the next question. Because if they're just mechanically going to produce or create something for me, that's not going to work. It has to come they have to have a fire. They have to have, you know, their own thing that's going to add magic to it or it's or it's going to be mediocre. And I don't want mediocre. I'm too old for mediocre. I need to I need to get to the thing now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, that's a, that's an absolutely wonderful answer. Well, tell me, what about the the name of your music and your website? You call it Indian Gypsy. Uh, is that is that personal uh, to you in some way or what is that oh it's so personal to me um you know i don't know why uh maybe it's part of, in my dna somewhere um but so i'm greek and i i immigrated here from in canada from um cyprus cyprus is a country that you know has had many many different kinds of people crossing the lands over the centuries and i don't know but the notion of gypsy, a gypsy, for some reason has always, I don't know, uh, resonated with me. And I love, I love everything that it means in terms of a free spirit, in terms of someone who is connected. Uh, you know, we, we have the typical stereotype of a gypsy with a crystal ball. Yeah, that's, that's fine. But, but just somebody who's connected with, um, with, more than just what is present here, visible that we can see, but connected with the world in many ways. And, um, and I believe in spirit. And I also, for some reason, coming here since I was two and a half, and we have, a, a, of course, a lot of Indigenous people here. For some reason, the Indigenous culture really resonated with me, too. And I always felt very close to... Um, uh, that kind of spirit and the two combined and i when i was writing music as a teenager i used to use that name just those two energies combined helped help me um help me get into touch get in touch with the creator and and that creative spirit um and as an adult that just got more powerful actually and and i had to go back to that name and it was a tricky thing to even with the name because in today's day and age you know um they've changed they've indian the word indian became a bad thing and uh and so i had to really second guess you know um propriety and and am i doing them am, am i going to offend anybody if i put that in my actual name for for the business the label the brand um, but I, I couldn't deny it, though. I had to. It needs me and I need it. And it, it has a reason for being here. And I am so attached to the two spirits. And um, and so that is why the name is what it is. It is a creative source in either case. That's excellent. Absolutely excellent answer. Now, what age were you when you wrote your first song? Uh, when I wrote my first song. I may have been 13, 14 when I wrote my first song. And it, it probably wasn't very sophisticated then. Um, but but it, was, it was a first and it was one of many. And as I got a little older and into my, my angst-filled teen years uh, and my teens, um, you know, I listened to pop music you know, Chaka Khan, we'd go dancing, you know, um, we would have 
the heavy metal exposure, all the metal bands, the long hair, the glam rock, the, you know, the, the hard rock. Um, those were those were my influences, and they served very different purposes, and um, and that's that's kind of where I was going with that. And the but the, I found that the metal piece is where I ended up writing the most, because because that's where my emotion was at. You know, it was hard being a teen. It was hard not having material things to that that all your peers had uh, growing up as an immigrant and not having, you know, um, the the uh, privileges that some others that have been here multi generations have established themselves have, you know, I didn't have that. So I had a lot of things to write about. And, uh, and I found metal was really the, the um, you know, like Queensryche, they were so into their words that compared to some of the other bands, they, the lyrics were important to them. They had important messages to talk about. That's the kind of stuff that, uh, that I wrote a lot about. Um, but of course, pop comes up because it's fun and, um, and I am multifaceted. You, you really are. And you, your body of work reflects that because I don't think there's a genre that you haven't yet touched on. I can recall one of the first conversations we had online and in your description of yourself you just you just hit everything <laughs> it was like you know every genre was kind of covered because you can you know you have inspiration for that and you can write into that uh genre of music it was really cool and i think you said i don't want to misquote you but you're close to a hundred songs in your library yes yeah i'm probably over that now but um but in terms of the ones that I've posted, I'm close and I'm behind on posting as well. Um, and uh, and I have a backlog. I have a backlog of songs that I need to get to. Um, so, but yeah, it's uh, it's no longer ab about the count. But, but you know, it, it is funny. It's um, when you talk about just the writing piece, I find that... Um, they just flow. The, the writing just flows and... Back in the earlier days, when I was uh, first doing this for fun as a teen, um, and it was therapy too as a teen, it was it was better than journaling. You know, it was where I I addressed issues um, of that needed resolution, and I couldn't figure it out on my own until I went in and pulled it out and looked at it and inspected it and wrote about it and sang about it, and then and then I let it go and so that whole healing process of songwriting was one thing but but because I was so you know as a teen you're so you're so stuck in the genres that, that you are ascribing to and um, as an adult I find that some of these songs that come to me now they don't even fit in them sometimes sometimes I you know and I think oh in my teens, I would have had some of these songs and I would have dismissed them, put them away. That doesn't sound like, you know, Queensryche or, or nowadays Evanescence or that doesn't sound like that. I'm not touching that. Um, but now I don't care. I am really trying to be open to, to the source. I'm really trying to let things t come to me and not judge them. And I think, I think it, um, maturity helps in that way. And, and, Really, the advantage for me is that I don't care. You know, I'm doing this because I love it. It's not because I, I am expecting anything. And so 
the the love and passion gives me a, a a freedom that I wouldn't have had as as a teen who was trying to you know come up for stuff for a band for example or you know meet other people's expectations um and so and so I find now that I'm even creating songs in a, in a genre of their own mm-hmm well, here, here's a question then, you know, this 13-year-old Anna who wrote her first song, uh, I know she, and in the way you describe your music, she may have been coming from a very personal situation and that one song went into three, into 20, as you uh, described earlier. But when did it uh, stop being, or I shouldn't say stop, but when did it morph into, well, this can become a profession where... I can take these personal lyrics out of experiences that I've had, but I can share them with others and, in a sense, you know, begin to monetize uh, the gift that I've been given. Was there like a dimmer switch or was there a light switch that was like, boom, yes, this is what I want to do. I can do it. You know, it's again, it's a process. Um, I think there's a lot of value in in good lyrics i think there's a lot of value in creativity and and i believe there are niche markets out there that exist that i haven't even tapped into yet that might actually like what i do even without music and uh and one of my friends was even suggesting oh you could do um oh just just vocal what do they what do they call that now i'm trying to think of the name where it's just voice and they they it's yeah it's voiceover but it's just um they can sing they can rap they could whatever they're doing but it's only just the voice and and i listen to some of that kind of work and they have yeah spoken word yes thank you and it's funny but the spoken word actually um uses a lot more words than i do and i thought i had enough so i'm i'm pretty good with where i'm at but there's a niche market out there i think for all kinds of different things. But when when I um, I think I started to recognize the value in what I was doing when when I was delivering, creating things that were fitting in different pockets. And I actually liked the melodies more than what I was hearing on the radio. And I thought, well, why can't, you know, even my own voice, which I'm critical of, um, I actually like the way it sounds, even as it is. and and I'm thinking, I, I can listen to voices now, and I see the production and the songs, and, and not everybody's got a perfect voice either. So I think that um, writing a cappella has given me the op opportunity to be, yes, more critical, but also to be more open, because I realize the potential of what I do so simply, uh, in, and what it can be if it actually was, you know, produced, um, and have the supporting music and the right voice, because I don't always assume that it's going to be my voice at the end of it. I do envision other voices um, singing my songs. Some of them are raspy. Some of them are, you know, they're, and they all have a different different vibe for the for the final product. But um, but yeah, I think I think it was just when I when I could look back, and I felt that there was a quality to the storytelling. And I was, I was writing stuff about suicide. I was writing stuff about, you know, obvious heartbreak, addictions, uh, abusive relationships, homeless youth, um, you know, key issues that we all face, that, that we have as, as being slightly older than most singers. We have the advantage of having 
rich, soulful stories. And when I was looking at the melodies and the stories I was actually capturing, and they meant a lot to me, I thought, these are good. I like these. And that's when I thought I could maybe do something more with them. Wow. I tell you what, I love, I love your answers. I love, uh, you know, your introspective. And uh, I love the fact that, uh, again, that you just absolutely go for it. I mean, I did not expect to see, and this is a couple, couple days have gone by, but I did not expect to see the volume of uh, work that you put on YouTube. And it sounds to me, and you can correct me or tweak me if I'm, you know, I'm off track here, but it sounds to me like you just held up a recorder and you just went for it and you posted it. And it's like, I hey, do. this is the song. Is that right? I do. I do. And it's and it's not always easy, you know, Jerry, because um, I have two girls and and they are so embarrassed that that their mom dares to put anything on social media uh, without music. And, you know, they listen to all kinds of, you know, current uh, hip hop and rap stars. And, you know, they've got this great sound and these big bass. You know, and and I don't compare to any of that. So they are absolutely embarrassed. And I've heard nothing but mom, <laughs> take that offline. Mom, don't do that. Mom, you're embarrassing us. So I've had an earful of that. Um, I have had an earful of, of people, you know, when I sometimes I reach out to producers and I say, hey, here's what I've got. <laughs> and, and they'll look at me and they'll smile. And their smile is like, Mm. like they're feeling sorry for me kind of smile and but they don't want to say anything but you know oh they'll they'll say they're busy or it's not really their thing or but really in their head they're, mm. they're thinking you're crazy lady <laughs> but um so it's not it's taken a lot of courage is what I'm saying and and I didn't think I and then and then to actually take it even one step further and put up a profile like on a professional social network right like that that was a huge step because now all of a sudden i'm i'm it took me a long time to even get used to the fact that i did that and people in my professional world would see me and not know what to do with me um because again they didn't give any credibility to what i was starting right. um but flash forward a few years later and i have all this work and all of a sudden you know people are starting to pay attention and um and it's a journey jerry yeah. it's a journey you know but you got to take the bad and and uh, sometimes sometimes listen because maybe I was wrong and I should stop what I'm doing. But the thing is, I can't. And I've I've been down that road where I, I was at that crossroad and I thought, am I insane? Am I like what am I doing? Um, and yet and yet I have that I'm a conduit. I have no choice. <laughs> These songs come to me at night. They come to me, you know, when I'm driving, they come to me, they just come to me and I can't say no. And, uh, and I don't want to, because at the end of the day, I love it. And it's really, uh, it really gives me an incredible sense of passion for life. And, um, and I feel like I'm honoring the source and, and that's the important thing for me. That is absolutely wonderful. And I got to tell you, I am so proud to hear you say that, to, to move beyond whatever embarrassment or shame or people feeling sorry for you and you really expressing what's in your soul. 
I'm crazy too then, you know, because I absolutely love it. I applaud you. I am grateful to have met you and to just see the raw energy that says, as you did. I can't even add to what you've said. The songs come. I have I have to do this. That's that's the essence of being a musician, right? It's so much fun. It is. It's a creator. We're creators. And and but but I feel it, you know, that word is interesting, right? We are all creators. Yeah. I talk about this a lot with a friend of mine who's also a musician. And um and we take things out of thin air. Out of thin air we take things and we turn them into something. And uh that is a gift, you know, that is a gift. But I think musicians forget that part because they have instruments and they fall under the label of musicians. But for me, I, I don't have that. And and I am, all I'm doing is creating. And uh, and it's it's a special place. I, I, I think, I think it needs to be done. Yeah. It has to be done. And I'm grateful you're doing it. I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. And it's like, that's it. That's the essence of who we are. Uh, first of all, we do have a source who downloads into our spirit the melodies, the words, the rhythm, the whatever it is, the art, as you said, with respect to painting. And it's given to us and it's given to us with a responsibility. We have a stewardship to share this. It's not for us. It's not so we can say, hey, look at how cool we are or great. This is a fantastic song. It's meant to be given to someone else, to share with someone who can identify with the experiences that we're trying to express. And to do it and to take your recorder and to say, okay, here it is, world. This is what was given to me is the ultimate form of courage. So... I applaud. Or craziness. You. Or craziness. You, you know, know we'll, we'll set the craziness to the side because you have to be crazy to to bear your soul in the first place. But it's a part of it and it's courageous. It really is. And you've done it. So I want to tell you who have been listening and watching this interview, please go to Indian Gypsy, Indian Gypsy Music dot com. Please go to her YouTube channel and his YouTube channel, and check out this incredible body of work. You may not like it. Let's just say let's just say you don't like it. Let's just say there's something that you go, ah, right? <laughs> like the producers that she talked about. But you have, to, you have to stop and pause and honor the fact that she was willing to do it. And that's what flattened me. And I, I really am. I'm, I'm grateful. This is this is integrity right here. And you, my dear sister, are going to win. You are going to be a champion. Now, before I let you go, you have to answer this question. What is the story in light of all that we've discussed? What is the story that you continue to tell yourself to keep you going? Um, I think. I think now. Just touching on one thing that you said, um, with all, even with all the negativity that I've had, you know, the one thing that did keep me going uh, were just a, a handful, just a handful of um, guitarists that I know. And they kept listening to my material. 
and they kept coming back with positive feedback. And I didn't think that they were just, you know, stroking my ego or, you know, faking it. I, I really think that they were genuine comments. And one of them continuously said, you are a prolific writer. You are, you are one of the most prolific writers that I know. And he's, he's been in bands and music for 30 years. Like he's, he's done it all. Um, so hearing, hearing messaging like that as infrequently as I did, um, and low in numbers as I did was enough to keep me going. Um, and now, now it's kind of grown because I feel like I'm riding a wave and, uh, and I'm gaining momentum and I'm meeting really wonderful people. And, um, and we're talking about more of the collaboration that you mentioned earlier. And I've got a, a female singer and, uh, and guitarist that's helping me flesh out even again, the next level up so that there is some some musical structure to uh to my songs as well she's one artist i'm looking for a couple of others and um and i think the excitement of of the next the next step the next level um is definitely what's keeping me going and i'm also incorporating some photography into uh into my music as well you can always use good images for your your lyric sheets or whatever you're doing um, and branding, overall, just branding. There's so many facets to to doing this on your own, and uh, and I have to say right now, I'm not doing a great job because it's a lot for one person. But uh, I'll get there, and and it's just it's just meeting people like you and opening more doors. That is what's keeping me going right now because I don't know where this could go, but I'm going. And you're going, and you're going to make it. And when you do make it, your girls are going to come back and say, Mom, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. I can't for wait. Putting the stuff I on can't YouTube. wait. <laughs> Eat your words, little girl. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Well, this is Anna nicholson and she's from canada she's anywhere she needs to be because she can get online and hang out and collaborate with you please check out her wonderful website please check out her music and you will i'm certain feel as i do fall in love or hate it those are the only two options there's no amp right there's no in between right but respect it in the end that would be nice yeah that would be great that would be great. Well, any any uh, final words or was there any question that you thought, you know, hey, when Jerry asked me to be on this, I'm sure he's going to ask me this, but I haven't. Can you answer that uh, unasked question? Yeah, I um, I think, you know, I was actually surprised at some of the questions that you asked, especially the one with the name, um, Indian Gypsy Music. Um, that is very special. And you caught that. So you're you're fairly astute jerry you're good at this i'm i'm giving um, it a shot i'm trying yeah no i i think i think you've answered everything uh you've asked me everything um and is there anything left for me to uh to mention just follow your dreams you know and and we hear that a lot right we hear that a lot we read it a lot um i remember a few years ago i was it tole was it one of those one of those authors had mentioned um, something about you got to find your thing, and so here I am. You do I you do the nine to five every day. What's my thing? I don't know what my thing is. What's my thing? Is it here? I don't know. I'm nine to five here. I I've, I've got 
what else am I doing? I'm raising two kids on my own. Like, what's my thing? I don't have time for a thing. I'm too busy as a single mom. What's my thing? But again, when I, when I just got to that horrible place and I needed that outlet, and then that one song went from one to three to five, and then I started to ask myself, is this my thing? So I would say to anybody who is looking for that inspiration and they have a clue, they, they may not even have a clue, follow, just follow what you're doing. Pay attention to what you're doing because some of the things that you're doing already can lead you to where you need to go and you just need to pay attention. Um, that's, that's all. Just Sometimes we don't know what that special, unique gift that we are supposed to pursue for our life, for that ultimate life-changing moment. Uh, we don't know what that is, but it's under our nose. Sometimes it's under our nose. So, so I'm asking anybody that's listening, uh, what's your thing? That is absolutely beautiful. Well, again, I want to thank you so much for your time and uh, so grateful that you uh, took the opportunity to share with us. Uh, you can Go to her website. I want to say that again. Go, 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 go. Go to her website and uh, learn more about her wonderful career. Learn more about what she's doing. And uh, you will be intrigued. This is what the Entree Musician is all about. Again, is not just those who have achieved the ultra iconic status. Is those of us who are in the trenches day after day after day, getting the music out there, expressing ourselves. That's who we are. That's why we're Entree Musicians. That's why you are an Entree Musician. My name is Jerry B. Play this video as many times as you can. Share it with someone. Subscribe to our channel. And we will see you next time. You know that. God bless.